0: Disney Blues, Disney on Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you Disney
1: fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues. Disney On Demand, and this week for show number 146. For the week of April 21st, 2016, we figured with Earth Day in the wings, why not bring it to nature, bring it to the animals, and this week we're heading off to Zootopia as we welcome none other than Nate Torrance here at the show. And you may recognize Nate Torrance as Officer Clawhauser in the newest Disney movie breakout smash hit, Zootopia. He's also from a variety of other shows that you might know from Disney XD including Star vs. the Forces of Evil, Motor City, and many other films like She's Out of My League, television shows like Supernatural, and also Get Smart. And Nate is gonna stop in and talk about a variety of different things, how he got into acting, improv, Second City, having Clawhauser as a plush, and so much more. In addition, no show would be complete, as I always say, without the D-Team. That's right, and Caitlin is going to stop in and give you what's going on this week at the Walt Disney World Resort with WDWN2. We have Nathan, who's dusting off the books, putting on the white gloves, and letting you know just what happened this week in Disney history. We also have Jason, who's going deep into the vault with another Blu-ray and DVD you'll want to add to your collection, and let's not forget Cody, who's lacing up the shoes and taking a stroll down this week's Hollywood Walk with more about our very special guest, Nate Torrance. We also have tons of news hot off the D wire from the Disney Channel, The Jungle Book, Disney XD, Disney Channel original movies, merchandise, the parks, and so much more. So before I officially kick off this week's show, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Mickey's Travel. And Mickey's Travel has been in business since 1994. They're knowledgeable, they're experts, and they're 100% no fee free agency, and they're going to help you plan, book, and prepare, and make that most magical vacation to the Walt Disney World Resort that you want to have for your family, your friends, and so many others. And they're going to help you out from everything from character dining, your reservations, tickets, special events, and itineraries, and make it the most magical that you can possibly have. And just by mentioning that you heard about them here at Diz Radio, yes, they're going to hook you up. From autograph books, lanyards, and more, come on, who doesn't want an autograph book ready? to get Mickey's autograph. Am I right? Or maybe princesses for all of you girls out there. You know, who doesn't want an autograph book or a lanyard for all of your pins? And just by mentioning that you heard about them here at Diz Radio, they are going to hook you up. So definitely check them out. Mickey'sTravel.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So, all heads, with that said, out of the way, Earth Day is coming up in the wings, and we're going to give this one to the animals that are living all together, living in Zootopia. So, let's officially kick off this week's show, show number 146, for the week of April 21st, 2016. And just remember, you never fail, you just always keep trying. Be right back, all heads. Oh,
2: no.
3: Welcome to Zootopia.
0: Zootopia, a gleaming city where animals of all breeds, predator and prey alike live together in peace and harmony.
4: Hi, I'm Judy, your new neighbor.
0: Yeah, well, we're loud. Don't expect you to apologize for it. ZPD's first rabbit officer, Judy Hopps. You ready to make the world a better place?
4: Bad news in this city gripped by fear.
0: What can you tell us about the animals that went savage? Are we safe? This is priority one. Cops, parking duty. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sir, I'm not just some token bunny.
0: You strike out, you resign. Deal.
3: Mm. Hello? I'm here to ask you some questions about a case. Then
5: they should have gotten a real cop to solve it. You
4: are under arrest.
5: For what? Hooding a few wings?
4: You are a key witness.
5: No, he is. on a plate. Alright, I know a guy. You. you need something done, he's on it.
6: They're all slots?
4: We are in a really big hurry.
1: I am on it
0: break.
4: I have 36 hours left. We can only solve it together.
0: It's not about how badly you want something. It's about what you are capable of. I am a real cop.
5: Never let them see that they get to you, you bunnies. <laughs> so emotional. No,
0: no, 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 Do not let go.
3: I'm going to let go. What?
4: We may be evolved, but deep down, we are still animals. Quit it. You're going to start a howl.
3: No, you are naked. For
4: sure. We're a
7: naturalist
4: club.
3: All the way down. Oh,
4: Life's a little bit messy.
3: We all make
4: mistakes.
3: Ah.
4: Ah. No matter what type of animal you are, change starts with you.
5: We gotta go. Who's car is it? The most feared crime boss, Mr. Big. Oh, yeah.
4: Is that Mr. Big? Stop talking. Stop talking. Huh. i oh, Daddy. Ah. What did we
5: say? No, I see anyone at my wedding. I have to, baby. Daddy has to.
8: Hey, this is Nate Torrance from Star vs. the Force of Evil and Zootopia, and you are listening to Disney On Demand. It's gonna get a little weird,
4: gonna get a little weird. It's gonna get a little weird, gonna get a little wild. I am from round here, I'm from another dimension!
2: I can't
7: believe it. It's Disney Blues, Disney on demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's
1: your
0: host,
7: Jonathan Johnson.
1: All right, all of you D-heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 146. For the week of April 21st, 2016, with Earth Day kicking off this weekend, why not go to nature, the animals, and we're heading off to that place where all the animals live in, you know, unisons and together in Zootopia, as we're welcoming none other than Nate Torrance. Yes, the hysterical, the hilarious, Officer Clawhauser in Zootopia, you know him from Disney XD's Motor City, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, She's Out of My League, Supernatural, Get Smart, and so much more. We have the D-Team here with Caitlin, Nathan, Cody, and Jason, and tons of news hot off the D-Wire. So there's a lot of fun lined up for this week's show. So before I jump into that news hot off the D-Wire, as always, yes, you know I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com, that's D-I-Z-Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, our lifetime of Disney player, memes, and more right there on the official website at dizradio.com, diz radio. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can join our Facebook Disney Discussion Group, the D-Wire Disney Discussion Group, on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. Just search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find our fun, unique, all new kind of Disney show and remember if you can't wait and want to get the latest shows right there in your ears, your mobile device your Android, your tablet and any other place, all you have to do is subscribe it's that easy, go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio, subscribe and get the latest shows right there on your device to listen to instantly every single week, that simple iTunes and Stitcher Radio and remember you can find all of these links and more on our official website at DizRadio.com D-I-Z radio.com. So, all of you D-Hats, with that said, I'm going to jump into the news hot off the D-Wire here this week, and since it is Earth Day, Why not jump off into the jungle, something a little more earthy, and how about Disney's Jungle Book unleashing a mighty 3D roar at the box office? That's right, Disney's extraordinary 3D adventure, The Jungle Book, that's directed by Jon Favreau, captivated audiences and brought in a huge box office draw this last weekend, with generating over 43% of its opening weekend growths with 3D viewings. Now, this accounted for an estimated $31 million of a grand total of $103 million that it grossed over the weekend. Now, if you're not familiar with The Jungle Book, it is the live-action adaption of The Jungle Book. People are saying, oh, it's a remake of this Disney animated classic. Okay. Well, with the exception of a song or two, really, it's just an adaption of the book. This is an entirely different kind of story. Now, The Jungle Book does take fans on a magical journey through the latest state-of-the-art technology with Real D... 3d to help you feel like you are there and they are breaking all kinds of technology grounds from all the 3d viewings on facebook with the videos that they had there and now busting open the box office with their 3d viewings at the theaters now this is huge so far there's going to be a lot more that are going to be coming out with disney in the future to show you that the 3d viewings are really pulling in the huge box office draw But now the Jungle Book, the live action adaption from Walt Disney Pictures. Yes, I'm still adding Walt Disney before it, not just Disney's Jungle Book like they've been doing in the last couple years. I still stand by their phasing out the word Walt. I'm going to stand by that, D-Heads. If you want to hear me rant about that, go back about a year or two when I noticed that it was slowly taking place. But Walt Disney Pictures, the Jungle Book, roaring at the box office with 3D viewings and so much more. It is exciting and fun. Now moving along here, let's get into California Adventure. And how about California Adventure getting a global perspective? Yes, the all new Soren Around the World is going to showcase at Disney's California Adventure and kick off on June 17th, the day after it premieres at Shanghai Disneyland. Now the film will take place over Soren over California and it's going to replace sack completely, which has played at the attraction since it opened in 2001. Now the film takes guests on a flight over California landmarks while the seats move in synchronization with the scenes. Now there's scents that match the scenery and scents of oranges while flying over orange groves and more. Now the new film is a expected to use the same techniques as well, and it will feature aerial images as such new places like Sydney, and a Disney film crew was allowed to fly a helicopter containing a camera over the Great Wall of China and more from around the world. Now, as some of the people's reactions have said, they said, I saw a little preview online of flying over the Great Wall of China, and I can't wait to see it on the ride. I like the change, and I think it's going to give it a global perspective. Now, this is not the first time Disney was allowed to film the Great Wall of China. A Disney crew filmed the Great Wall in 1982 for the Circle Vision 360 film, Wonders of China, that plays at Epcot at the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. But now you can get ready because Soarin' is going around the world. Now, moving from the parks, getting into the small screen here, let's talk about Elena of Avalar. Now, if that name sounds familiar, you may remember when we had Carlos Alzraki here on the show, and he portrays a lot of great, fantastic cartoon characters and animated characters, one that is connected to Elena. Well, now Elena of Avalar, the Disney Channel princess, is going to appear at the Disney Parks. Now, the Disney Parks are going to welcome Elena of Avalar, a character from the Disney Channel animated series, to all of its resorts. Now, Princess Elena will grace the Walt Disney World Resort with her presence starting this summer while disneyland guests will be able to see her in fall of 2016. now in its april 20th announcement on the disney park's blog it noted that princess elena is the first princess inspired by latin cultures now elena will be available for meet and greets at the magic kingdom as part of the walt disney world resort beginning in august and she will appear at disney's california adventure park part of the disneyland resort sometime in the fall as well now disney will announce a specific arrival date for elena at the park in the near future as they have stated now disney describes princess elena as bold caring funny and clever as a 16 year old girl who comes to rule the fairy tale kingdom of avalar after defeating the evil sorceress securi now, she was first introduced as a character in a special episode of Disney Junior's Sophia First this past summer. That's where I became familiar with it as I watched it with my young three-year-old as well. Now, Princess Elena will make her television debut in an all-new animated series slated to air this summer on the Disney Channel, aimed at children ages 2 to 7. Now, the series focuses on Elena, who is learning to rule Avalar with the support of her Grand Council, a trio that includes Grandfather Tito, Grandmother Cece and the Royal Advisor Duke Esteban, as well as her magical friends. Now, Lane of Avalar will be available in 33 languages in 163 countries through the Disney channels worldwide. Now, the series is scheduled to debut on August 1st. Pushing along here, Getting into fantasy realms, let's go into a galaxy far, far away because we can never get enough of that. And how about Star Wars offering all kinds of galactic summer experiences at Disney's Hollywood Studios? Now, there is the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular that's building upon the current Star Wars-inspired fireworks show, combining fireworks, pyrotechnics, special effects, and video projections. Now, the Disney Parks blog says that a galactic spectacular is going to be the most elaborate fireworks display to take place in the history of Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's going to replace Symphony in the Stars, although it does keep John Williams' score and it will offer a new projection and sound technology, rooftop pyrotechnics, image projection onto the Chinese theater, as well as Walt Disney One Man's Dream in the animation courtyard. Now new fireworks presentations are also longer at 15 minutes. Capping out, So now it's right up there with wishes. It's going to be a fantastic fireworks spectacular. Now this version will debut sometime this June, although Disney has not yet released a specific date. Now also Star Wars a Galactic Spectacular is joining a number of recent Star Wars additions to the Hollywood Studios, which now is going to become what Disney's Star Wars Toy Story Studios just putting it out there. A stage show, Star Wars A Galaxy Far, Far Away, has now raised the curtain on April 4th. Both a celebration of the saga with all kinds of great characters and more with familiar faces like BB-8, Kylo Ren, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, and Darth Maul are going to attend. Now, the show does take place several times each day at the center of the area stage in front of the Great Movie Ride. Now, you know, I love the Great Movie Ride. I wish there wasn't a stage there covering the entire thing up. Now, there is the March of the First Order that is led by Captain Phasma and the Star Wars Launch Bay located at the park's Animation Courtyard, which serves a dual purpose. It acts as a gallery and exhibit showcasing film artifacts and memorabilia and behind-the-scenes movie theater, as well as Disney Infinity 3.0 Game Center and also a meet-and-greet. Now, in terms of smaller updates, Star Wars offerings, they're going to offer a variety of other things, whether that's from dining experiences and so much more. But this is just the start. So if you were always bummed out that you couldn't make it to, you know, the Star Wars celebration or uh, Star Wars weekends, well, it is coming to the parks so you can get ready for that. Now, moving aside from the Hollywood Studios here, let's get back to the small screen. And how about DCOM? Now, you may be asking if you're one of the older D heads out there. Much like myself, what does DCOM mean? Well, Disney Channel Original Movie. And how about the Disney Channel is hosting an epic four-day movie marathon. You heard me right. Four days of DCOM specials. Yes, you can read it and weep, Disney fans. In celebration of the Disney Channel's 100th TV movie, the network has officially announced plans for an epic Disney Channel Original Movie Marathon over Labor Day weekend. It's going to be featuring 51 of its most popular DCOM specials, from Halloween Town to Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, and more. Now, this is going to be fantastic. And if it doesn't, Disney Channel plans to air the remaining 49 after May 31st. Now, if you're wondering which ones are they going to have, I mean, Everybody loves these movies. Many of them have appeared on Netflix over the last couple of years as well. But Disney Channel original movies are always fun. Many of them, we've interviewed many of the cast and crew from a lot of these films as well. Now, kicking off on May 27th, that's a Friday, they're going to have Kim Possible, Read It and Weep, Jump In, Lemonade Mouth, High School Musical 2, Zapped, Xenon, Halloween 2, Calabar's Revenge, and many others. And that's just going to continue on into Saturday. Yes, they're going to have You Wish, The Proud Family Movie, Quince, Horse Sense, Cowbells, Twitches, one of my favorites to even Steven's Movie, Wizards of Waverly Place, Princess Protection Program, Xenon Z3, Halloween Town High, and more. Now, these are going on all day long until 4 a.m. I kid you not, they continue on all weekend long. Now, since it is continuing on, you know, you already get into Sunday here, Sunday, May 29th, and you're going to get the Full Court Miracle, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, Brink, Double-Teamed, Rip Girls, Motocross, Cloud9, Teen Beach 2, Pixel Perfect, The Other Me, And also, on Monday, finally, the holiday, you're going to have Stuck in the Suburbs, Halloween Town, Smart House, High School Musical, Descendants, Teen Beach Movie, Cadet, Kelly, and Johnny Tsunami, and I didn't name all of them. I didn't go through every single movie that was going to be here. So, you know, I just wanted to let you know that I just went ahead for kind of a condensed version here. But now, it is kicking off on May 27th, in honor of its 100th DCOM movie, they are going to be airing ...51 ...51 Disney Channel Original Movies. It is going to be fantastic and fun. So, all of you with that said, I'm going to take a break here from news. I've been going on for quite some time here. So, I'm going to take a break because we have none other than Officer Clawhauser. Yes, Nate Torrance is here this week helping us celebrate Earth Day with Zootopia, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, and more. So before I release the reins to the D-Team here, I do want to mention that Diz Radio is probably sponsored by Mickey's Travel. And Mickey's Travel is 100% no-fee, free agency that's going to help you plan, book, and prepare the most magical Walt Disney World vacation that you could possibly have. From dining reservations, character meet and greets, and more, they are going to help you make it the most magical vacation that you could possibly have. And just by mentioning that you heard about them here at the show, why not? You'll get a kickback from lanyards and autograph books and so much more. So definitely check them out, mention that you heard about them here at the show, and get hooked up. Mickey'sTravel.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So, all VD heads, with that said, it is time to release the reins to the D team. That's right, we have a lot of teams stopping in from Cody and Jason. And coming up right now, you want the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort? Well, we have it with Caitlin with WDW and two. And we're also going to put on the white gloves, dust off the books, and find out what just happened this week in Disney history with Nathan. So, let's continue on with show number 146 for the week of April 21st, 2016. And I'm going to continue on this track as we celebrate and get ready to head to that metropolis and that Zootopia. Be right back, all the Heads.
3: You got a friend in me.
5: You got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead And miles and miles from
9: your nice warm bed
3: Just remember what your old pal said You've got a friend in me Yeah, you've got a friend in me
5: you got a friend in me got
3: troubles, I got them too, isn't anything I wouldn't do for you,
0: we'll stick together, we
3: can
5: see it through, cause you got a friend in me.
3: Be a little bit smarter than I am
5: Bigger and stronger too But none of them will ever love you The way
7: I do It's me me and you
3: As the years go by
5: Our friendship will never die You're gonna gonna see it's
10: our destiny. destiny got a friend
0: in me, yeah, you got a friend
5: in me, yeah, you've got a friend in me, the prize with <coughs> Dressed envelope to Davis
4: and Kirk. Right down. Hey,
11: Olivia Hope here. You may be wondering why I'm dressed as Star
4: Butterfly from Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Wait, you don't know about Star vs. the Forces of Evil? Well then, can you the announcer?
1: Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Preparates Monday, March 30th at 8
10: on Disney XD. <laughs> hey
1: everybody out there, it's me, Tigger.
7: A.K.A. Jim Cummings, but don't tell anybody. And you are listening to
5: Disney On Demand. <laughs>
6: Hi there, it's Caitlin here with WDWN2, a quick rundown of what's happening in the parks. This week we've been blessed with a bunch of new opening dates for attractions, restaurants, and experiences, so hold on to your hats! Starting Memorial Day weekend, your wait times for Toy Story Mania should be better, since the brand new third track will be operating. Soaring Around the World, the new updated version of the beloved attraction, will debut in Epcot on June 17th, just one day after its premiere at the Shanghai Disney Grand Opening. They've added a third theater, reimagined the queue, and it's now an option for your FastPass Plus reservations. The new table service restaurant at Animal Kingdom, Tiffin's, will be opening for guests on Memorial Day weekend. Located in Discovery Island, this new eatery is inspired by the world travels of the park creators with African, Asian, and South American inspired cuisine. More info on reservations will be available on May 20th. There's also an area called the Nomad Lounge, which you don't need reservations for, that includes a small bites menu and waterfront seating. In early May, some new fish friends will be joining crushes. Turtle Talk with Crush in Epcot, as he welcomes characters from this summer's Pixar movie, Finding Dory. I love Turtle Talk, so I can't wait to experience this one for myself. And finally, looking ahead to June, the Frozen Ever After attraction will be opening, and will also be getting the premiere of the newest castle stage show, Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair in Magic Kingdom. I have even more news about more premieres coming your way next week, so stay tuned, thanks for listening, and don't forget, you can fly.
5: Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest Laughing back and forth at what the other one has to say Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Never, ever thinking there was danger in the water They were drinking, they just guzzled it down Never dreaming that a scheming sheriff and his posse Was a watching them and gathering around Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest Jumping fences, dodging trees and trying to get away Contemplating nothing but escape and finally making it Oodle-olly, oodle, olly, oodle olly, golly, what a day Oodle-ally, oodle la, golly, what a day.
0: If you can't learn to run with the pack, one of these days you'll be someone's dinner. safe for you. But
2: this is my home.
0: Only man can protect you
9: now.
4: Poor, sweet little cub. What are you doing so deep in the jungle?
5: You are a man cub who wants to live in a jungle.
3: How do you know that?
5: Kid, I got ears. My ears got ears.
3: Only
2: I
7: can protect you. Yeah. Forget about your worries in Australia. What's that? That's
2: a song about the good life.
0: He will stop at nothing until he has this boy. If
7: anything happens to that kid, I'll never forgive myself.
0: Let's be on our way.
3: But I'm helping Baloo get ready for hibernation.
0: Bears don't hibernate in a jungle. Not full hibernation, but I nap a lot.
3: Look for the
7: bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean, nature's recipe that brings the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be out of my big home. The bees are buzzing in the trees to make some honey just for me. You look under the rocks and plants, and take a glance at them fancy ones, and maybe a few. <laughs> the Looking for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Get about your worries and your strife. Da-de-da. I mean the bare necessities. That's why a bear can rest at ease with just the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be. just from me You look under the rocks and plants And take a glance Ants the ants Maybe try yourself a few The bare necessities of life Will come to you Out your worries in strife. I mean the bare necessities That's why a bear can rest tease. Just the bare necessity of life Wherever I wander Whenever I roam I couldn't be fonder Of my being home The bees are buzzing in the trees To make some honey just for me Try
2: try one. Hi,
0: this is Bruce Ryderman. I was the voice of Mowgli in the Jungle Book, and you're listening to Disney on Command. Yeah, man.
9: Hi again, D Heads. Welcome to another installment of this week in Disney History. I'm Nathan, and ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. So as always, branching off of that, let's begin. Kicking off this week, let's begin with a throwback with This Week in Diz Radio History with show number 12 featuring Bruce Boxleitner of Tron fame. Bruce played the infamous Alan Bradley and Tron in the Tron series, Alan being the computer programmer who designed the infamous security program Tron in his company, Encoms, System. Jump back to the mainframe with us today, but watch out for the MCP and Sark. Now, starting out this week in Disney history, we're going to go to 1957, when the Disney Studios holds a screen test for a relatively unknown actor named Guy Williams for their new Zorro TV series. After Walt sees Guy in action, he knows that he has found his Zorro. In 1964, Disney's Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln exhibit is flown from California to New York for the upcoming World's Fair. Unfortunately, once in New York, the truck delivering the exhibit to the Illinois Pavilion is caught in heavy traffic around the Flushing Meadows area of Queens. The cause of the traffic is Shea Stadium, which is a new ballpark and home to the New York Mets, and they are hosting their official opening day. The Pittsburgh Pirates ultimately defeated the Mets 4-3, to and Lincoln unfortunately never made it to the fair on this day. But does arrive the next day, finally, but due to some technical difficulties and issues, it will not be ready for preview or opening with the rest of the fair. In 1983, the Disney Channel first airs at 7 o'clock in the morning with a program titled Good Morning Mickey. Other programs this same day include Size, Welcome to Pooh Corner, a Mommy and Me-themed show called You and Me Kid, and a game show titled Contraption. In 1992, the new animated TV series Goof Troop previews on the Disney Channel, featuring the voices of Bill Farmer as Goofy and Dana Hill as his son Max. In 1994, Disney's first stage show, Beauty and the Beast, a new musical, officially opens on Broadway at the Palace Theater with Tom Bosley as Belle's father Maurice, Terrence Mann as the Beast, and Susan Egan as Belle. In 1998, Toon Disney, a 24-hour cable television channel, debuts as well as My Date with the President's Daughter airing on The Wonderful World at Disney. In 1999, Sounds Dangerous with Drew Carey, a brand new audio attraction starring comedian Drew Carey debuts at the ABC Sound Studio in Disney MGM Studios. In 2003, the Walt Disney Pictures film Holes, based on the novel, debuts in theaters. In 2008, Disney announces a new mobile website and texting program. Developed in conjunction with M Disney, part of the Walt Disney Internet Group, the new mobile site is going to allow users with web enabled phones to receive Disney and Radio Disney information, listen to Radio Disney, view the last 10 songs played on the Radio Disney station, send some shout outs, request songs, and take polls. In 2010, Major League Baseball properties and Disney Consumer Products unveiled 36 different designs of Major League Baseball-themed Mickey Mouse collectible statuettes and related apparel and merchandise in celebration of the 2010 MLB All-Star Week festivities that will be taking place at Anaheim, California for the Angels. And in 2012, beginning today in Florida, the Orange Bird returns to Sunshine Tree Terrace signage and quirky drink cups in Adventureland at magic kingdom park originally a character from the 1970s designed by wed enterprises in conjunction with the florida citrus commission this original mascot was a staple for the magic kingdom characters as he was a walk-around character had merchandise billboards on the way to walt disney world as well as at the florida welcome centers when you stopped for your orange juice and a walk out of the car and we're going to end this week in disney history d heads with a few birthdays around the company We're going to start out our birthdays this week with actress Haley Mills being born. Walt's wife Lillian arranged for the two to meet after seeing Haley in the movie Tiger Bay and the rest is history starting with Pollyanna. We're going to move on to actor James Woods who voiced Hades in Disney's Hercules as well as the Kingdom Hearts the video game. The infamous Kenny Ortega of choreographer and director and producer fame from such hits as Dirty Dancing in 1987 to the more current high school musical series for Disney. Rick Moranis of many, many, many famous roles, especially Honey Has Shrunk the Kids, actress Jane Leaves, who voiced the Ladybug in James and the Giant Peach, as well as Athena in Hercules, Melissa Joan Hart of Sabrina the Teenage Witch fame, Betty Lou Gerson, who narrated Cinderella and voiced Cruella Deville, and finishing with Eddie Albert of the Barefoot Executive and Witch Mountain fame. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney history. Hope you enjoyed and learned something new maybe you didn't know. Feel free to email me at nathan at dizradio As always, guys, have a great week. See you real soon. Wake
2: up, it's a wonderful morning. We're off on a wonderful day. Good morning, and good morning, Mickey. We're gonna get up and on our way 'cause the sun is a beautiful yellow. The sky is a beautiful blue. Good morning, and good morning, Mickey. We've got so much to do. Now the sun is up, everyone is up, it's begun, so let's rise and shine. We're going to go, let's get going, cause it's going Today, hills are ringing and birds are singing, and we can hear the whole world day, Hooray, a wonderful morning, let's get this show on your way. Good morning, and good morning, Mickey. It's gonna be a great, yes, it'll be a great, it's gonna be a great.
5: what's coming up next on the Disney Channel.
4: say is not necessarily what you mean family ties mark price gives a lowdown on michael j fox
10: the man is a giant i bet you didn't know that huh he was drafted by the lakers out of college
4: you'll hit the road with country music's leading lady reba mcintyre
5: my number one rule is treat people like i want to be treated
4: plus you'll be seeing double when the mickey mouse club rocks you with a strung out tune from twice talk about a happening week on the mickey mouse club
7: disney blues disney on demand
4: i thought you were dead Uh,
7: uh. with your host jonathan johnson what
4: my dad gave it to me it shows exactly where we are on the planet was this baby we'll
1: never be
7: you just tell the man you want to go back to your mother
1: all right, OVD head. So I am back, and I hope you enjoy the show so far. Lots of fun things on the horizon. We are gearing up for none other than Nate Torrance, yes, Officer Clawhauser, Star versus the Forces of Evil, and more. Stopping in here very shortly. Here at the show, we have Cody with the Hollywood Walk, and tons of other things. And I want extend a thank you once again to the D Team of Caitlin and Nathan for stopping in here with their signature segments. Remember to connect up with the D Team on our official website at dizradio.com. D I Z Radio. Com. So, all of you D-heads, as I already mentioned at the beginning of the show, we have a ton of news hot off the D-wire, so I'm not going to slow down. I'm going to jump right back into that news as we gear up for Officer Clawhauser to be here very shortly. So, let's jump right into it, and how about Disney purchasing movie rights to the Utah Authors Paper Magician series? Yes, author Charlie Holmberg has a lot coming her way in recent years. Now, expecting her second baby this summer, she's also releasing her fifth book. And Disney has now just bought the movie rights to her Paper Magician series. Now, The Hollywood Reporter has broke the news this last week that recently Disney has nabbed the movie rights to the trilogy of films. Now, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Alison Shamir, executive producer on The Hunger Games movies and producer on Disney's live-action Cinderella and Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, is on board to produce the story. Now, following this news, many people are curious as to what is the story going to be? How is it going to move forward and propel Disney in a variety of different ways? Well, recently, a lot of different people have caught up with the author, and the Paper Magician series started out, as she said, as an idea of having someone be able to manipulate origami. Now, she had a vision of the character who later became Emery Thane and envisioned him as a side character to another story. Now, after letting the idea simmer for a while, she mentioned that she turned it into a central premise for a book. Now, she did want the paper magic to be part of a bigger magic system and what could relate to paper to make it a bigger story. And she came up with a variety of man-made materials like rubber, glass, and so much more. Now, the trilogy did turned out where it wasn't actually a trilogy, as she stated. It started out as one book and continued from there. Now, there is a lot of fun things that, you know, this book is going to come with. I mean, we've read the first book in our household, and the kids really love it. It is definitely fun, and of course, I love magic. I watch a lot of different magic shows, including ones that aren't Disney, you know, like The Magicians and many others. So, now you can get ready, because a trilogy of movies produced by somebody behind Star Wars, Cinderella, and so much more, Paper Magician is coming to screens for Disney. Now, moving right along here, since we're talking about movies, let's get into Alice and Through the Looking Glass and the preview coming to Disney Parks starting on May 6th. Now, Tim Burton's take on Alice in Wonderland was a worldwide hit back in 2010, and this spring, Disney Park guests can now get a sneak peek of the upcoming sequel with Alice Through the Looking Glass at special previews at Disney's California Adventure and Disney's Hollywood Studios beginning May 6th, which is coming up in just under two weeks. Now, beginning May 6th, guests will be able to catch a preview scenes from the movie in sneak peeks planned for the different parks that I already mentioned. Now, at Disney's California Adventure Park, the preview of Alice Through the Looking Glass will be presented in 3D with a special in-theater effects at the Sunset Showcase Theater, formerly the Crown Jewel Theater. Now, guests at Hollywood Studios will get to see an advanced look at clips from the film in 2D as part of the one man's dream attraction. Now, this does serve as confirmation that Muppet Vision 3D, which originally was planned to be soon to be at the Sunset Showcase Theater, will not be returning to Disney's California Adventure anytime soon. Which is sad to say, but the 10 minute sneak peek of Disney's Alice Through the Looking Glass will be playing for a limited time from May 6th all the way through June 12th of 2016. Now Alice Through the Looking Glass does drop into theaters in 3D and regular 2D on May 27th, 2016. Now, since we were talking about the parks and Hollywood Studios, of course, how about Disney releasing concept videos for the all new Toy Story Land attraction at Hollywood Studios? Now, Disney Parks provided a sneak peek that's part of the much-anticipated Toy Story Land that is coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios, alongside Star Wars, of course. Now, Toy Story Land will transport you into Andy's backyard, where you'll feel like you shrunk down to the size of a toy to explore the world of Woody and Buzz. Now, two new attractions are in development for the land. Now the first, Slinky Dog Dash, features a coaster track that Andy has built all over his backyard using his Mega Coaster Play Kit. Combined with some of the other toys, according to Imagineer, Kathleen Magnum. Now, in Slinky Dog Dash, you will be able to zip, dodge, and dash around as many turns and drops that Andy has created to really make Slinky and his coils stretch to their limits. Now, the second all-new attraction in Toy Story Land will also be the Alien Swirling Saucers. Now, this attraction is designed as a toy playset that Andy got from Pizza Planet, inspired by the first Toy Story film. Now, the aliens are flying around in their toy flying saucers and trying to capture your rocket toy vehicle with the claw. Now, as you rotate the toy planets and satellites are part of the game, they're going to swirl around to a variety of different music and beats, as they're putting it with space jazz, as you rotate around the toy planets and satellites as part of the game. Now, these are just some of the new attractions that they're going to have as part of Toy Story Land that is coming to Hollywood Studios. So gear up for it, get ready, it's going to be fun, fantastic, and like I said, I see a name change coming for Hollywood Studios sometime soon because... You know, with all these changes, (laughs) it's no longer a working studio anymore. Now, moving along here, since we're talking about the parks now, how about Summer Magic with new experiences that's going to debut across all four Walt Disney World theme parks? Now, an incredible lineup was announced this last week that's going to debut all across all four theme parks at the Walt Disney World Resort. There's going to be a flurry of fireflies awakening as the iconic tree of life with colorful animation, songs from Disney's new hit film The Jungle Book, and they're going to come to life on the Disney Discovery River with many new experiences at Animal Kingdom. Now Frozen, the top animated film of all time, is going to come to life for the first time in an enchanting music-filled attraction as part of the Norway Pavilion at Epcot, as we all know that it is replacing Maelstrom. Now, the Princess Tiana and Rapunzel are going to join a rousing show on the Grand Set stage in front of Cinderella's castle at the Magic Kingdom Park. And as much as I love Dream Along with Mickey, I am excited to see something that's going to be based in fantasy and fun as part of that stage show with Mickey as well. Now, the awe-inspiring Star Wars fireworks show and projection spectacular premiered at Disney's Hollywood Studios already with many rave reviews and everybody loving it. Now, Disney Springs, of course, is going to welcome a more shopping destinations, celebrity chef restaurants, and also all new settings. Now, across its four theme parks, multiple resorts, hotels, and many others are going to have diverse shopping, dining offerings, and unforgettable experiences. Now, many of these, like I said, are going to be fun. They're going to be advanced. I mean, Disney's Animal Kingdom is going to have the iconic Tree of Life undergo extraordinary awakenings throughout the evening as the animal spirits are brought to life by magic magical fireflies that reveal colorful stories and wonder and enchantment now the projections of nature scenes are going to take on a magical quality as they appear dramatically within the tree of life Now, like I mentioned, Disney Springs has all-new shopping and so many other ventures as well. Now, the new live stage show that celebrates iconic moments from Star Wars Saga with live vignettes featuring popular Star Wars characters such as Kylo Ren, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, and Darth Maul takes place multiple times throughout the day at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And let's not forget what I'm talking about here, the live all-new stage show replacing dream along with mickey now for the first time modern disney characters tiana and rapunzel are going to co-star with anna and elsa frozen and host the classic characters in the all-new mickey's royal friendship fair now it's going to be performed on the grand set stage in the magic kingdom which we all know in case you don't know is in front of cinderella's castle and it's going to have a variety of different characters that we all know as well including mickey mouse minnie mouse donald daisy goofy and many others that are going to have fun as they invite 10 new friends across the world. Now at Epcot, that's the one I did forget here. How about guests celebrating soaring around the world? Yes, as part of the attraction at the Land Pavilion at Epcot as well. Now with a third Epcot Theater plus new digital scenes and projection systems, the expanded attraction is going to take guests on an exhilarating flight above spectacular global landscapes and man-made wonders. Now, like I said, there's a lot of great things that they are going to have. So many different advancements coming with Future World, guests being able to get new additions with Turtle Talk with Crush, Beginning this May, characters from Disney Pixar's Finding Dory are going to be added with Crush as he interacts with the guests in Turtle Talk with Crush. Now, like I also said, next door to the legendary Jungle Cruise, guests can enjoy bold flavors of the world-famous Jungle Cruise, served by wisecracking crews of the new Jungle Cruise navigation company, Lieutenant Skipper Canteen. Now, Hollywood Studios, I mentioned a ton of these, and one of them that you're really going to have to look out for is the March of the Stormtroopers that's led by Captain Phasma. Now, you can also make a splash at a variety of different water parks and more because Disney's Blizzard Beach has Olaf from Disney's animated hit Frozen as he's going to be living his summer dream, as he puts it, as he's going to host the Frozen games and more at Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, which I love. It's no river country, But Typhoon Lagoon is going to have a variety of different events and so much more as well. So get ready as now across the parks, summer is going to awaken. There's going to be a lot of fun things from world-class dining, new experiences, and more. So get ready as it is coming up very soon, kicking off this summer to make the Magic Kingdom the most magical experience that you can have. And if you're looking to book Like I said, go to Mickey's Travel, mention Diz Radio, and you can have those autograph books and lanyards ready to go as well. So with that said, all of you D-heads, I'm going to release the reins here. Cody's going to lace up his shoes, head on down for the Hollywood Walk with more about our very special guest, Officer Clawhauser. Yes, Nate Torrance from Zootopia stopping in here very shortly. We have Jason stopping in later in the show with The Vault. With another Blu-ray and DVD, you want to add to your collection and so much more. So as we continue on with this show, we have a lot of fun things in the horizon. And I am excited to talk with Officer Clawhauser. Yes, breakout hits Zootopia, but come on. Officer Clawhauser is one of those that I see going off into spin-off TV shows and so much more. So, LVD Heads, with that said, I'm gonna release the reins to the D Team, and the next time you hear me, I'm gonna have Star versus the Forces of Evil, Motor City, and Clawhauser here in the studio. So let's continue on for show number 146 for the week of April 21st, 2016. And I'll be right back, LVD Heads.
5: nothing complicated about the way we live. We're all here for each other, happy to give proud of who we are, humble beneath the stars. We've everything we weekend so come on welcome to our family time welcome to our brotherly time we're happy for giving and taking to the friends we're making there's nothing we won't do welcome to our family time welcome to our happy to be time this is our festival Celebration of life And seeing friends again I'll be there for you I know you'd be there for me too So come on Welcome to our family time Welcome to our brotherly time This is our festival, it all Remembering love once departed Someone did in your heart Finding love, planning a future Telling stories and laughing with friends Precious moments you'll never forget seen before. When I think how far I've come, I can't believe it. But yet I see.
0: For dealings with pressed envelope to Davis and Kurt. Right Write down that New Year's resolutions. Do animals make? I'm gonna move to Zootopia where predators and prey live in harmony and sing Kumbaya Fire. or not All oh. the way
7: down.
1: I'm you're your new neighbor. Well, we're
4: loud. Don't expect you to
7: apologize
4: for it. To come here
5: unannounced on the day my daughter is to be married. I sometimes.
2: I
0: have to, baby, daddy has to. Happy Zoo Year from Disney's Zootopia in theaters March 4th in 3D. Places,
8: everybody. This is a take.
9: Clown right And one, two, two.
0: Let's start those projectors and look at this week's Hollywood Walk.
11: You know what time it is, D-heads. Time for us to stretch out our legs, lace up our walking shoes, and go for a little Hollywood walk for this week's special guest, Nate Torrance. So why don't we get to know Nate a little bit better before he comes on with Jonathan in just a few minutes. He was born December 1st in 1977 in the home of the National Football League's Hall of Fame, Canton, Ohio, where he graduated Highland High School in Berlin, Ohio, and from there went to Kent State University and attended the Start Campus. He studied with the Second City's Players Workshop in Chicago after that, and started touring with a comedy troupe called Corn Beef and Cabbage, which was a group that consisted of his brother Jay and friend Josh Ruth, where they did a lot of writing and performing with each other. After that, he studied improv in Cleveland and also Los Angeles and also did some work at the comedy sports in Los Angeles, California as well, starting with the small screen where you may have seen him. Probably the first spots you probably would have seen him, he played a customer service representative with David Spade in Capital One commercials during their What's in Your Wallet campaign. He's also done commercials for Enterprise Rent-A-Car, Volkswagen, Golden Grams, HEB, and NFL.com. And I can't think of anyone better to do commercials for NFL than someone who was living right where the Hall of Fame is sitting in Canton, Ohio, so good grab there. Going back to small screen, after commercials, kind of getting into something a little more serious, we've seen him in CSI. He's made appearances on CSI, Malcolm in the Middle, How I Met Your Mother, Las Vegas, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, House MD, Ghost Whisperer, and also Supernatural, Weird Loners, among many others. He played Dylan Killington on Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, and Roman Cohen on ABC's short-lived Mr. Sunshine, staying on the small screen but getting a little closer to home here. He voices Chuck on Disney HD's Motor City series and also voices Ferguson on Star versus the Forces of Evil. And of course, what has just come out just in the past few months here is Zootopia where he played Benjamin Clawhauser, the flabby donut-loving cop who also happens to be a cheetah. And even though he's a flabby, donut-loving cop. He's actually still pretty quick, because if you know anything about cheetahs, they're pretty quick animals. So you throw a few pounds on them, they're probably still quicker than not you or I, probably. So Hauser is a very fun, energetic, and very excited cheetah. He's a lot of fun to watch. Always making you laugh. It's a great, great movie and he's the cop that sits at the front desk so he's the first face that the criminals are going to see when they walk into the station but to be perfectly honest it's kind of a it's a fun it's a, like i said an energetic and a happy face so that can't be all too bad for the criminals in zootopia now aside from zootopia getting away real quick here on the big screen he also played lloyd in get smart and also did the role again in the direct to dvd spin-off get smart's bruce and lloyd out of control he also played Death in the film She's Out of My League, which is one of my personal favorites. That's what I remember him from because his character in that movie is just so fun and lovable, much like the other roles he's played. But... Even though She's Out of My League is not technically a Disney film, he does reference Disney a couple of times in that movie, dropping references for Aladdin and also for Beauty and the Beast. If you haven't seen that movie, I suggest you go check it out because you'll get the Disney references and they'll make you laugh even more. Some unknown facts about this week's special guest, Nate Torrance, is that he was once a trampoline gymnast who won national competitions for the age groups of 12 through 14 years of age. He also appeared on the show Street Smarts and won $2,700. He was quoted during the time Zootopia was coming out doing an interview by saying, There is a heart to all Disney movies. It kind of boggles my mind that they are always able to pull it off. And isn't that true? I mean, you go back to all the Disney movies you've seen, and there is something that always kind of gets to you, some more serious than others, but there's always a way that Disney kind of gets to you, gets to your feels, if you will, every single time. It's amazing how they do it, and they're able to do it every time, like you stated. This week's guest, Nate Torrance, has just been a lot of fun to watch, especially, like I said, the movie I mentioned. She's out of my league, one of my favorites. That's where I know him from. But also, with his work in Zootopia, he is just fantastic and I cannot wait to see where his career takes him in the future I hope to see more of him on screen Uh, but I would also wouldn't mind seeing some more vocal work from him for animation but I think he's a great comedian he's great on a big screen I hope to see him more and wish him nothing but the best of luck upcoming here and that's going to do it for me this week D-Heads I hope you had a nice stroll with me and don't forget you can always email me at Cody C-O-D-Y at DizRadio.com Come and get ready. Nate Torrance is going to be coming up with Jonathan right after this. Have a good one, D-Heads. I can show you the world, shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you last let
5: your heart decide? I can open your eyes.
4: Say.
8: They really did hire a bunny. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got to tell you, you are even cuter than I thought you'd be. <laughs>
4: Ooh. Uh, you probably didn't know, but a bunny can call another bunny cute, but when other animals do it, it's a little <gasps>
8: I am so sorry. Me, Benjamin Clawhauser, the guy everyone thinks is just a flabby donut-loving cop stereotyping you. Oh. <laughs>
2: it's okay.
4: Oh, you've actually you've actually um, got there's a hey, in your neck, the fold, the, the mm-hmm, there's. Oh, where you went, you little dickens? Oh. <laughs> I should get to roll call. So, which way do I?
8: Oh, bullpen's over there to the left. Great. Thank you. Aw, that poor little buddy's gonna get eaten.
0: Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans,
1: you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, many times those are ones that you're passing on to your children. They're ones that you've encountered during your college years and much more. And with us here this week is somebody that's no stranger to all of those realms. You may know him from Supernatural, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, as well as the latest Disney breakout hit, Zootopia, as Clawhauser. We have none other than Nate Torrance here. Welcome to Disney On Demand.
8: Hey, thanks for having me, man. It is our
1: pleasure having you on. I mean, somebody with your resume, so many different shows and movies that you've been part of over the years. I mean, the list goes on and on. And before we touch into the, you know, the latest and greatest, I guess, what led you down this road of wanting to become an actor? Yeah,
8: you know, I, I started off, you know, kinda like the typical, was doing it a lot in high school, and, uh, me and my brother were always making movies and stuff like that, and, uh, I saw, a, a show in Chicago that was The Second City, which is a comedy school, and at the time, Tina Fey was on main stage, and a lot of the 30 Rock people, Scott Adsit, Rachel Dratch, and I kinda just fell in love with improv, and so, I, uh, finished my semester, I was, I was, it was the first year at Kent. And uh, finished that semester and moved to Chicago and then just went the improv sketch comedy route. And then that took me that to LA. <laughs> way. Well, you
1: know, and it's one of those things where the bug hits you and it hits you early on. Now, were you one of those people that, you know, you were in school or who knows what, and you're just uh, poking fun with the teacher and uh, all the other classmates just to get the laugh?
8: Yeah, you know, I think it. I think that is, especially with comedians, I guess. You know, you're always kind of that guy. I'm the youngest also in my family. I feel like a lot of like stand up and sketch world you figure out that it's a youngest kid with older brothers and sisters. And so I actually I have three uh two older brothers and one sister, three older siblings and they're really older than me. It's like 10 years, 8 years and 7 years older than me. And uh, I think that that forms you a little bit when you're coming up, like when you have these older brothers and sisters that are constantly cooler than you, and uh, you're trying to make them laugh all the time. So uh, I think that that probably ha- helps a little bit.
1: <laughs> Definitely. You know, I come from a large family as well, and I'm comparable in the same age as you, and I have the same thing, a lot of older siblings. Yeah, no, yeah. totally. <laughs> You know, moving into a lot of the different things you've done, a lot of comedies and so much more. I know people always love to sit there and quote you from, you know, a lot of different movies, like She's Out of My League and, you know, Get Smart and being part of those. I guess, what was it? Uh, when when was that moment when you were part of one of these films that, you know, early on and you're like, this is what I do for a living. How amazing.
2: Yeah,
8: totally. You know, I was I was lucky enough that when I, I, I did Second City and then moved to L.A. and I started off in commercials. And um, one of my first, like, large commercial campaigns, it would have been in my, like, my second year in L.A., was uh, for a company, and I got to do nine commercials with David Spade, who was, uh, you know, kind of a hero of mine from Saturday Night Live, and he was cool enough to start introducing me to people. Um, and from that point, I ended up getting a larger agent that then got me into Get Smart and um i would say that like i mean the, my first feature that get smart was my first feature film and i think i had that moment when i was watching the big screen where i was like you know if if nothing else happens after this then what a ride <laughs> i think I'm, i think i'm happy for the rest of my life cuz i didn't think i'd get this far <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you know and that's the thing where it's continued to to go on and on and now of course you know getting into voice work with being part of star versus the forces of evil and items like that now is that the kind of show where doing voice work completely different? Do you sit back and watch this show just because it's a fun show?
8: Oh, you know, I love. I, I animation was one of those things again because my background was was improv and sketch comedy. I always really enjoyed larger larger-than-life comedy and characters. And, you know, uh, comedy has changed a little bit where everything's gotten a lot more real with your acting. So with sketches and larger characters, animation's really the only place that lives, and it's a really hard industry to, like, even get an audition for. I I was consistently trying to meet with people, and then I'd have an audition here and there, and then my first job I ever booked was for Motor City, which was a Disney XD. And I feel like that's, you know, kind of like any industry, it's like you're fighting it, fighting it, and then once you're able to, to land something, people start to look at you a little differently. And so that then led Stars vs. the Forces of Evil and Zootopia, I ironically, booked in the same day. I went from I went from my callback from Zootopia to my callback for Stars, and they were in completely different studios. You know, television and film is different for Disney, and um, it was a good day to be auditioning, I guess, because I guess I was able to snag both of them. So I was pretty excited. Well, you know, and that's the kind of thing
1: where you know you're a uh, you know you're living life like uh, you know Michael Michael J. Fox in Secret of My Success. You're doing the Walking on Sunshine kind of dance. At- yeah.
8: <laughs> exactly. Well, what was really funny was I had I I think it was a good week before I found out on either of them, but I was really confident. Like it's funny how if you have a couple auditions in a day, it either can. Kill you, or it totally works in your favor. Where if you if you nail the first one, usually your second one's always going to be a good one too. <laughs> but if you <laughs> screw up on the first one, you're totally screwed. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I guess with
1: these with these shows, I guess before we jump into Zootopia and getting into you know Star and whatnot, now getting into the voice work as opposed to being a uh, you know in front of the in front of the camera in front of the screen, like you said, working in animation. How different do you approach doing the voice work for some of these? As opposed to being in front of the camera.
8: Yeah, you know, I think it's it, it, it's all about your energy. Um, again, what's so funny is with with on camera work, I I tend to, or a director tends to bring me down a little bit. Where it's like, oh, Nate, let's bring your emotions down a little bit. Let's make them more real. Whereas with voiceover, the, the note can consistently be more energy, more loud, louder, a yell, yell bigger, and then even even the best part about animation, too, is like every now and then, you know, you're recording and they have a couple voices that they need, you know, quick little one-liners, and so you get to, you know, try out a couple accents or, you know, different, you know, like with Star, I've done a couple, like, football players, and then I do Ferguson, and and so that's always just so cool to be in that moment and just creating in the moment. Um, animation definitely has that, and it's so much faster. Like, like you really sincerely, two hours in animation is all you have to put in for for a whole, you know, episode.
1: Well, you know, and with that too, you know, with the animation and you know something like Star and many of the others, you know, my children love them. I mean, fantastic. I guess direction the way animation is going nowadays, and that's going to bring me into Zootopia, and of course being Clawhauser, which. Uh, you know, Zootopia is this huge breakout hit now for Disney, which, uh, you know, nobody saw coming. But, you know, I, I have my own feelings of why I think it's such a big hit. But when you landed that role, when you finally got the callback, I, I guess, uh, what were your initial thoughts of, all right, this is the character I'm playing. How should I portray this one?
8: Yeah, you know, the Clawhauser the was a cool story because the unlike star in the way of Clawhauser, I've been working on this for about four and a half years. And um, it started off with just an invitation to come help with a with a table read, um, where you know they just wanted a um, a read for the Story Trust, and John Lasseter was there, and so they gathered up a bunch of actors, and I got a phone call. They had seen me on a television show I was doing, and liked my energy, thought it matched Clawhauser, and so I came in. And then what was crazy was. From that point on, I think I went, like, I did one more table read, and then it was like a year of never hearing anything, and then finally they called and said, um, you know, we just want to go ahead and put your voice to to, to the character. We think we're going to make this offer, and if it works, it works. So, you know, you go in, and it was unlike Star Wars. I felt like I had to earn it. Zootopia was really cool where they were kind of creating the character for me and through me. What was really great was the beginning storyboards were actually me in my outfits that I wore as this character It was Mister Sunshine was the show it was on ABC, and um, which ironically is owned by Disney. <laughs> but, but yeah, but they they actually were storyboarding the character from my you know from Roman this character I played on that show and so it was amazing what a cool process and kind of just like you just enjoy every day it's Disney they're 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 so cool to work for. Yeah. <laughs> now with well with playing this person
1: like you said they decided to make it, you know, more towards uh, you know, your personality and and who you are and you know, portraying this uh this character in the film. Now, when you finally saw the final film, uh did it just uh, I don't know, do you get lost and sometimes forget it's you or are you really self-critical?
8: Yeah, you know, uh, one I will say with animation uh, specifically this feature, I was the least critical I've ever been. Um, I, I definitely don't like to watch myself on film because it, it's a weird process. You're remembering every take you did. You're you're in your brain thinking, oh, I wonder why they didn't use this take or why they used this, you know, where with animation, <laughs> you, it'd be foolish of us not to give such huge kudos and props to the animators and their ability to give you the perfect timing. <laughs> I mean, that's really what they're doing is they're taking their voice and giving you perfect timing with, you know, how you hold your hands and how your tail curls and how your eyes go big at a certain moment. And so with that, it was just eye candy. I think the the, the first time I ever saw it straight through was at a cast dinner and John had, had just, you know, just the cast and the, the two directors and uh, Clark, our, our producer there. So it was a real small room. And I think we all just were in amazement. Like, I think it's just that weird, like it or not, a lot of actors, rightfully so, would have the dream of being in a Disney movie. So you're kind of just shell-shocked looking at it. And then as I watched it again and again and again, um, you can get a little bit more critical on yourself. But at the same time, yeah, those animators just know what they're doing. They can tell a joke better than me. I felt like my bar got raised as a comedian watching <laughs> their timing.
1: Well, you know, and looking at, you know, a lot of the different things that you've, you know, done in that film too, is there any one line that is your favorite that you did?
8: Yeah, you know, it, it sounds maybe self-indulgent, but uh, the, the the scene where Clawhauser is looking at the new app, the Gazelle app, that was actually an improvised <laughs> moment where we were in for a table, we were in for, you know, just doing punch-ups on on the script that we already had, and Jared, I believe, he was one of the the co-writers, was like, hey, we're playing around with this idea about this app. This is the idea behind the scene that he's looking at it. Can you just throw something down and then we can pitch it to John and see if we even want it in the movie? And so I did that one scene there was no script there was no like you know script or anything and that actually is the one that's in the movie we only did it one time and it was that time and uh, so you get to be a little proud of having a moment that was, you know, uh, you know, a quick minute in a booth and it gets to live on on the screen. So that was pretty cool.
1: Well, you know, and the in the film itself now has a lot of moments like that, too, where it's laugh, chuckle moments, little hidden Easter eggs, of course. Now, I guess is looking back at this film, it's breaking a lot of different records in terms of box office and so much more. I guess looking at that, do you have any thoughts as to why you think
8: Zootopia has been such a huge hit? Oh, you know, uh, well, one, I think Disney is just on a rampage right now with with their process. I think they have nailed down the ability to create these worlds and then stories within the world. That was the coolest process to see and to watch creatively, that it's like not only do they say, oh, let's create this plot and story, it's let's start with the world. And I think they did that with Frozen, with Wreck-It Ralph and video games and this, so so, one, there's just that aspect that I think Disney just has, you know, uh, just are the masters of. But then with Zootopia, I think, you know, visually, uh, animals are just so cute and lovable. But, uh, but obviously making this, like, potent story that uh, there's a point to Zootopia and there's, there's, a, there's a moral to it. And I think people like that. I mean, especially when it's done carefully, uh, you know, as far as talking about you know race or whatever that is, the little seeds of like showing, oh, this is how we can all get along better on this earth, <laughs> you know. And I think that that's what makes it kind of special. And then in the midst of that, that being like a secondary to an amazing plot and storyline, which is like this amazing caper who done it um, that that everyone gets to enjoy and be like, I have no idea who the criminal is. And so, you know, it's that balancing act that I think they always do, that uh, they, they, they keep a lot of plates in the air. And that's what uh, that's what I think it shows in their product.
1: Well, definitely, you know, and, you know, being Clawhauser in that film, you, you got to admit, you know, there's always films where you have, you know, your lead roles or whatnot. But there's always that one side character, the one that everybody wants to plush to cuddle with, the one that's going to carry over into television spinoffs, the one that everybody is going to love. Clawhauser is going to end up being that character.
8: Ah, uh, well, one, thank you. And two, that's really cool. Like, it's, it's been really awesome as we've done, you know, press and, um, you know, you know, we did a lot of stuff together, um, as a cast. And that's, that's been really cool to hear. I, I hope it happens. I'm hopeful that it'll happen. But, um, but what an honor. And, uh, Clawhauser's got a crazy story, too. Because I was on it for so long, he actually started off as the best friend of Nick. And through rewrites, ended up on the other side, being you know working with with Judy. And so, even the idea of not getting cut, <laughs> basically cut <laughs> out of the movie, I was really happy <laughs> that they kept me. And then that he was still um, as lovable as he was from the very beginning was was really cool to experience. And I do all my I, you know all my nieces and nephews. I have two kids. I have gotten way too many Clowhauser plushes from from Disney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, and I think I think it's a testament to the character because, you know, we were recently at uh, you know, at an event as well in Chicago and we saw people cosplaying as Clawhauser with a donut under their chin and and all the different things.
8: Awesome. I know it's really cool. I have these two different worlds colliding because as you had mentioned in the in the beginning, I was on Supernatural, which has a huge fandom and um and it's really cool that both of those are kind of uh finding a an intersection between Clawhauser and this this imaginary friend I play called Sully that people are actually putting them together and going as Clawhauser Sully so that's kind of cool <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you know, so many different things you've been part of. I mean, like I said, your entire career, even down to, you know, quoting, I guess, princesses in Disney and even hockey uh, in movies as well. I guess, you know, with that, you know, so many different things on the horizon and all of your friends. Do you have anything currently in the works or are we just going to have to keep our eyes and ears peeled?
8: Yeah, you know, this is what's cool is this year I'm I'm really, um for the first time, I, I've been working in television for the last couple of years. Um, I did Hello Ladies for HBO, Weird Loners for Fox. And um this year we're actually we're we're um getting my own show kind of in the pitching and i'm i'm I've always written or tried to write you know with screenplays and and pilots and so uh this year we're kind of pitching my first uh my first t v show so we'll see it's very early in the stages, but there's interest um i i i'm 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 pleasantly excited about the the opportunity so um but I can't talk too much about it because you know nothing's sold yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure everybody is going to be, you know, keeping their eyes and ears peeled, looking forward to something like that. And Of
8: course, you know, yeah, hopefully soon. Uh, by May, yeah, by May I think I'm supposed to hear, so that's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> well, you know, with that, you know, all, all of the different fans out there, so many different people who, you know, you've played a part in their lives, from Supernatural to comedies to, you know, their college years, even passing it on to their kids like Zootopia, Star Wars, The Force of Evil, Motor City, so much more. I guess for all of your fans out there, is there Any final words you'd like to leave out there for all the fans of Nate, the characters you portrayed and anything else?
8: No, well, well, first and foremost, it's always a huge thank you. If you ever see me, please come and say hi and I will freely sign, take a picture or anything. I'm always honored to be recognized and uh, it is, it's a, it's kind of a privilege to make people laugh. That's, was my dream when i was 12 years old and so i'll be doing it as long as i can and it's always nice to be appreciated so thank you is what i would say
2: <laughs>
8: well it's our pleasure nate
1: having you stop in you know passing on these great characters for generations to come and of course like i said i foresee a lot of Clawhauser in the future because he's one of those characters that's going to gain
8: legs oh well, thank you man i hope so <laughs>
5: Hi, everybody. This is Pat Carroll. I am so glad you're listening to Disney On Demand. And as Ursula would say, Mm -hmm. life's full of tough choices. In it. (laughs) Don't forget, keep listening to Disney On Demand.
10: My siestas are getting shorter and shorter. (laughs) Voice Identification. EC-82. Hey gang, it's me again, Jason. Welcome back down here to The Vault, where the only place deeper than here is a subterranean metropolis known as Detroit. Wait, didn't I just drive through there? Oh yeah, that's right. We're steering ourselves into new territory this week with My Vault View. I work very hard to bring you the best in Disney Blu ray and DVD. But sometimes there are great Disney gems out there that need attention and unfortunately do not have a corresponding home release. With Nate Torrance joining us upstairs this week, the obvious choice is to discuss Zootopia, which is a great springtime treat. It's still in theaters now, so I suggest you put on your shoes and go and watch it. I'll wait. I'm waiting. Oh, Okay, now that you've had time to see Nick, Judy, and Clawhauser keep the ferocious desidens of Zootopia safe, it's now time to discuss an earlier work of Nate's that I just discovered, and I think you should as well. The 2012 Disney XD cartoon series, Motor City. Detroit, the distant future. Although, if you do squint your eyes, you can see a bit of the Detroit of today hidden in there. The new Detroit is now known as Detroit Deluxe. I guess supersized Detroit or extra value Detroit had already been taken. The grand metropolis is built literally on top of the original city. Okay, seems like things are gearing up for a good show. That is until you discover this new world is not as friendly as it seems. It is run and owned by a corrupt corporate executive named Abraham Kane, voiced by Mark Hamill. Yes, Luke Skywalker. Okay, see, that should put you right into the show right there. Just stop right there. You've got Nate Torrance and Mark Hamill. What do you need? Well, there's a little bit more to this. See, it seems that Abraham has decided that it's my city, I'll do what I want, and what you want, I'm not having, and that includes personal freedoms. What does that include? Automobiles. Okay, well, that makes sense. Detroit is Auto City. And well, if if you take the car out of Detroit, what do you have left? A pretty good place to have some EDM festivals, but that's beside the point. Now that he's taken everything away, he has one last hurdle to jump over before he crowns himself the king of all that is Detroit. And that is a group of hot, rotting rebels who call themselves the Burners led by Mike Chilton, voiced by Reed Scott. He's the leader of the Burners, and he's cool, quick-witted, a very impulsive 17-year-old. He's joined by his friends, Julie Kane, Chuck, who's voiced by Nate Torrance, Dutch, Texas, and Jacob. Oh, and of course they have Roth, which is R-O-T-H. It's Dutch's cube-shaped robot assistant. Think of him as kind of like Herbie from the Fantastic Four, or maybe a C-3PO. You got to have a great little sidekick in order to make things work. Of course, you can't be a rebel without its allies. I mean, look at Star Wars Rebels. We could go on for days. And of course, with Mark Hamill... Oh, well, back to Motor City. All of your Disney voicing favorites are there, including Jim Cummins playing Dr. Hudson. Interesting how Hudson has returned dealing with cars. Hmm, Doc Hudson from Cars? Dr. Hudson... I'm seeing a theme here. They also get a lot of help from Dutch's brother, Dar, and Rayon, the leader of the Skylarks. With good, there's always evil. And of course, Abraham is not without his right-hand man, Thule. Think of him more like an underling or someone who just doesn't quite get it. And then of course, there's the Duke of Detroit, voiced by Dee Snyder. Yes, the twisted sister himself. Rock on! How could you not love this tune? So you've got your good, your bad, and of course, what you need, since it is about Motor City, you need its cars. Each of our team members has their own car, which is specifically designated for them. I kind of look at it as, again, Jason the Wheeled Warriors, or quite possibly the Centurions, or I could go on for some older cartoons, but you kind of get the point. So why are the Burners rebelling? Well, they obviously want to stop Abraham from conquering Detroit. And so deep in the underground, that's where they lie, in a place they like to call Motor City. The animation style is very unique, especially when it comes to a Disney XD show. It mimics a little bit of anime, but you can definitely tell this was produced by a different company. That studio being Titmouse Incorporated. The interesting thing about that, the owner of the company actually put together many of the cartoons a lot of us grew up with, be it Daria, Beavis and Butthead, but shows that you would be familiar with that he's done as well would be Avatar The Last Airbender, Venture Brothers, Liquid Television, and has even worked in some video games. So you know they were in good hands, especially when Disney XD said, come on over and play. The good news, there's 20 great episodes in the first season. Bad news, there's only 20 episodes in the first season. It unfortunately never went any further than season one. And after you binge watch like I just did, you're going to be eagerly wanting more. As with every show that ends, there's always a petition wanting to bring it back. And maybe they will. There are a few blogs and a few petitions out there to bring this show back. And after watching the first 20, I hope there would be some more. So here's to the friends of Motor City who protect those from the evils of Cain and rise up against those taking away personal freedoms, four wheels at a time. Now, as I said, this is, of course, not on DVD or Blu-ray, and the only way that I was able to do it, one, I was lucky to find it on demand through our cable system, but two, I found it through many different streaming sources. Even YouTube has a few episodes. So if you haven't had a chance to watch it, and your local cable company does not have it on demand, go ahead and search online. You're really going to enjoy it. It's fast-paced, it's full of fun, and it's really meant for everyone to watch. I always seem to gravitate towards those characters who are either the brainiacs or, shall I say, the comedic value to the show. That's where Nate shines, and Chuck is a great character. He's Mike's best friend and a computer expert, and quite frankly, a lot of fun. But I must say, putting him and Mark Hamill together in a show, oh my god, what a great idea. And if you loved him humorously here, you're going to love him even more in Zootopia. So again, if you didn't get a chance to see it when I asked you to go last time, I'll let you go again. So I'm going to file this one under V for Vroom, and I will see you again next week with another new blue to view here in the vault. And join me again on Monday for a new Monday movie memory. I have a feeling Chuck's going to be showing off a little bit of what the burners do deep inside Motor City. So until then, gang, remember, the magic of Disney movies and television is always a gear shift away and always deep inside of you.
0: A brand new series, Motor City, premieres Monday, April 30th, only on Disney XD. <laughs> those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. See? Wow! It's Disney On Demand! Dibs! Here's your host, Mm -hmm. Jonathan Johnson.
2: Okay,
3: I'm convinced. And a little disgusted. Oops.
1: all right, all of you D-heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed this week's show, and I want to extend a very special thank you once again to the very talented, the funny Nate Torrance for stopping in here this week. Thank you for stopping in and sharing stories from Zootopia, Star versus the Forces of Evil, your entire career, and here's crossing our fingers that we're going to see that sitcom starring you and written by you coming up in the pilot season this next fall. So thank you, Nate, once again for stopping in with all of us here at the show. I'd also like to thank the D-team. Yes, of Caitlin, Nathan, Co and Jason, all for stopping in here this week with their signature segments. Without the D-Team, making it truly magical for all of you, you'd have nothing better than to listen to me ramble every single week. And trust me, you might not enjoy that. So definitely connect up with the D-Team on our official website, the D-Team page. Drop them a line, they won't bite. And just, you know, get connected, because the D-Team does make the magic happen. And finally, I want to thank you, the D-Heads. Yes, for the last six years, our sixth anniversary here, Already going on this year, I want to thank you, the D-Heads. You are the reason that we continue to bring this show to you every single week and making the magic happen and helping you relive everything from the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney. So thank you, the D-Heads, for making this show truly possible and letting us be honored to bring this show to you. So next week, we have some more guests on the horizon. The show is never slowing down. But of course, before I clue you in as to who's going to be stopping in next week, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com. There you can find our full of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, memes, and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio. You can also connect up with us over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can also join our Facebook discussion group, the D-Wire discussion group, where we talk about all things Disney on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Just search Disney On Demand. Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find our fun, magical, unique show. And remember, if you want to get the latest shows on your mobile device, your Android, your tablet, and have the magic in your ears as soon as it gets released, all you have to do is subscribe, yes, through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. It's that easy. Look up Disney on Demand, Disney Blue, and Diz Radio, and subscribe, and get the latest shows as they get released directly to your device to enjoy. And just you have that magic instantly, right away. And that's through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And remember, all of these links and more, including our voicemail hotline, are all available right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. D-I-Z radio.com. So, all of you D-Heads, with that said, this show has been fantastic. Earth Day is in the wing. We're getting ready to pick up some trash, make the world a better place, focus on that recycling, and remember, so that way we have it passed down for generations to come. So, next week, who are we bringing in here to the show? Well, let's just say it's somebody that you might know from, you know, their love of uh, voices, their love of voice work, their love of movies. I'm going to leave it really vague at that here this week, all of you D-heads. So until next week, as I always say, this weekend, take time, slow down, and never neglect family for business. Until next week, all of you D-heads, have a fantastic weekend. And you know what? I'm in such a good mood, I think we should just close this off with a little bit of whistling. Why not join along? See you next week, D-heads.
5: Do 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 do
0: Ha, <laughs>